Okay, hi, there's no music because I told you last week I had a surprise for you. Honestly, lately I feel like I'm full of surprises to be honest, but this one is so very near and dear to my heart and one that I've been working on since the spring. I have collaborated with another author to bring a children's book series to life and the first book has been officially published. If you or your kiddos love zoo animals, bright and colorful illustrations, and less is teaching love, acceptance, and friendship, then this book is a must. I was inspired by a little rhino I used to work with that honestly changed my career forever. And I wanted to create a magical story that also helped rhino conservation efforts and started some pretty important conversations. I'm proud to say that a portion of proceeds from Jumo the Unicorn, my book, will be donated to the Rhino Orphanage, which is an incredible organization helping little rhinos over in Africa. If you'd like to check out the first book in the series, Manda's Magical Zoo, and continue spreading messages of love, kindness, inclusivity, and important conversations with your kiddos, then head to the link in the episode notes. Check out my website, thatmandagirl.com, for more info, or just head to Amazon and search Jumo the Unicorn. That's J-U-M-O the Unicorn. Hey besties, welcome back to another episode of Sunshine and Rainbows Podcast, a space where we chat about moments when life isn't. I'm your host, Amanda, and I cannot wait to get into this important conversation with our next guest, Sophie. This episode is one that was a career highlight for me because personally, Sophie is a creator and human that inspires me daily with her creativity and vulnerability. You won't want to miss this, I promise. So. Let's get into it. Yay, Sophie. I am so glad that you're here. For everyone listening, this is, I personally would say, a dream guest for me to have on the podcast because I have looked up to her for so long just in the content creator world, and I am so excited for you all to get to hear her heart and her story and some knowledge bombs she's going to drop on you, I already know. So, okay. Sophie. I, I am so honored. I, like, didn't want to, like, you know, interrupt you, but this is so cool. I'm so happy to be on here. I honestly am doing more and more uh, talking presentation type things in my career. Um, just side note, I'm actually going to go to Costa Rica this week, and I was invited by a brand to do a like coaching presentation. So that's really cool, and that's what I want to do is like I want to do more podcasts. So I'm really, really just like super excited to be on here. Um, so thank you, Amanda, for inviting me. Um, but a little about me. So I am from Chicago, and I am 23 years old. I am in the content creator space, and my content is very colorful and fun and inviting. And I think. The biggest thing for me is my community that's around me mm-hmm. has been built so, so loyally around just being the community for each other, right? I created a hashtag. It's called Connecting Creative Cuties. And I'm sure, Amanda, you, you, <laughs> you found me through that, or I'm not sure how you found me, actually. I started following you about two and a half years ago, and it was as you were transitioning from like you had a more red color scheme going on to the mm-hmm. rainbow color scheme. That's that's yeah. when I found you. But the first photo that sticks out to me is the denim jacket 
with Sophie and the rainbow patch on it. And that was like, oh my gosh, this girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love that jacket. No, I made that myself, actually. So that's super cool. That's so cool. Yeah. And so along with all of my colorful creations, I have really decided to focus on mental health. As of recently, just kind of being really open because um, I, as a creator, this is like my full-time job. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when I'm not doing well mentally, my job becomes very stressful and it should not be. I love it. I love what I do. So I tend to be really honest with my community on when I am struggling and when I do have to take breaks. And it's unbelievable the amount of support I have received because I feel so bad for being inconsistent, but the community has just been so amazing. And I think that's like the first thing to take into account when you're building something online. It's really at the base of it is you need a really strong foundation and if you have that you're not going to be able to topple over even if you take like multiple breaks Mm -hmm. I mean taking that time into building that hashtag has really helped me just like long term so if anyone out there is like struggling to find a kind of starting point I would start there like find a community to build upon and so what I did was I found the creator community that that was influencing, mm-hmm. but we didn't have a way to like talk to each other and like support each other. And I just felt like there had to be a hashtag where we could all kind of like connect with each other and find more people through the hashtag, more like smaller creators who are, you know, on the rise. Yes. And that is something that stuck out to me so early on about you when I found your account is you weren't only just being successful in what you were doing, but you were sharing secrets and you were pulling back that veil, showing that it's not a highlight reel, an OPS, I'm not doing anything crazy special, you can do it too. Mm-hmm. And that is a philosophy I feel like not many people have, not only just in the Instagram world, but in life, you know? and. It was so evident to me that you cared so much, not just about yourself, but the people around you. And that, I feel like, is what made you infectious in a good way, not a COVID way. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so funny. I recently posted a TikTok that said, like, how much I contracted as an influencer. And I realized that that could be misinterpreted as contracted, like a disease. No. Like, oh, no. <laughs> so oh. that makes me so happy though to hear that that's what really stood out. Um, I like right now I'm wearing no makeup. I'm just like, you know, being with you, and I feel like that's what I hope my whole entire uh, page is. It's just like me and you being together and like, doing the thing together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so shocked when I was starting at how many influencers weren't really sharing the like deep dark secrets like the secrets that like keep me up at night like how do I work with brands and how do I grow and like all of this stuff that's kind of like you can find it online but there wasn't anyone being taking that step and being someone to go to 
And I was like, why not, right? Like, what is there to lose? There's literally nothing. And my my entire mentality is there's more than enough to go around. Yes. So by me sharing my secrets, it's not like I'm going to lose anything, right? If anything, it's giving the opportunity to those who may have not had it to begin with. Yes. And that's so important, especially with everything I feel like happened in the past year and a half and creators learning to amplify other voices. And in doing Mm -hmm. that, just showing that there's space for all of us to exist and be special. And that even if you're giving away all your secrets, you're still Sophie and you're still unique and you still have something unique to bring to the table. And I think that's incredible personally. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I have, I mean, honestly in the past like month struggled also like with uh what imposter syndrome Mm. and I mean everyone feels it this is like a topic I want to like just like touch on for a second because like you're telling me all these things like Sophie you're amazing and you did all this (laughs) but there are days where I'm like I have nothing special to offer the world you know so for everyone listening you do and that little scary voice in your head everyone has it and I think it's all about how you um how you come back from that place yes I I truly allow myself to feel whatever I need to feel but the way you get back up that matters right Mm, so important And that being said, I feel like that brings us to our overarching topic of mental health. Mm -hmm. And within this past year of 2021, I have noticed that you have become so open. You are already so authentic and so open, but I feel like that word is overused. But you (laughs) took it a step further and you were like, hey, this is what's going on with my mental health. And I'm on this medication and it's causing these side effects. And Sophie, I just felt so seen because I was going through the same things and have been going through those same things for the past like 10, 15 years of side effects of being on antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds. And it, it just made me feel so seen. And so thank you. One, number one, (laughs) but two, (laughs) what, what inspired you to take it that extra step? Because that's a scary step to start talking about those things oh yeah for sure I mean honestly um in the last year and a half my entire life has been about coming back from like a really dark place with Mm -hmm. with my family even going through mental health um like troubles and so by witnessing all of that and like knowing how it feels and knowing that I have a community, I'm like, I know for a fact there's somebody out there who's in the same predicament of feeling uh, alone, mm. feeling very, very small and misunderstood. And um, I wanted to take off that scary mask that we all think it it shows, it portrays, right? Like, yes. oh, like I'm on medication. Like that's not a bad thing at all it's something that so many people so many of my own friends have dealt with um for a variety of reasons but it's never something that I have personally seen as a 
bad thing. And that's, that's something that I know for myself that I have that courage to know that, but some other people may not. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's important for me as an influencer to be able to step up and just be really honest, because I don't think that there's anything um, that's going to come across as like, for me, um, like in a way where it brings me to like a bad place in their eyes. Right. So like, I feel like people get really nervous about like how they're going to be seen as an influencer. And for me, I'm like, if I share this, this isn't going to make me look bad. Right. Some, some people might think that I think it makes me very approachable Mm -hmm. because I've had people message me saying, Oh my gosh, I'm on the same medications as you. Like, what are you thinking about this and that? How has your weight gain been going? I've been trying to lose weight too. And so like, I am so floored at the messages that I get sent when I share this because I'm like, thank God, thank God it's, it's doing the work that I set out to do. I set out to hopefully have someone feel like they can come to me as a friend. Um, because it's hard enough going through it alone and not having anyone to turn to and and feeling very like like oh I am like weird mm, <laughs> for yeah. having for having to deal with this I'm a weirdo or like I am not normal right mm-hmm. like I mean, that is so so like uh, common for yeah. us to get get into that rut of like I'm not normal and I can't share this because no one else is going through it. Um, but luckily, I mean, like I said, my foundation is super strong. And I knew that by sharing it, there would be nothing but someone out there that had the same, same questions as I did. You know? Yes. And as you said, even though it was scary to share, I feel like you were rewarded by that work you put in to build that community mm-hmm. at the beginning, you know? And I think it's just a testament that your vibe attracts your tribe. And yes. the vibes that you are putting out into the world, you're then receiving in your time of need. And I think that's so incredible. And clearly you're showing that mental health plays such a big role in anyone being successful in yeah. anything. <laughs> Yes. I mean, I've had from like hospitalizations that I shared because I was like, this is something that may not happen to everyone. But if it does happen to you, it's very traumatizing. It's very, Mm. it takes you back. And I'm not going to pretend online, like everything is dandy and fine. (laughs) Like I, I, I am also very, very like colorful and positive, right? On the internet. And so my number one struggle when thinking about sharing this was like okay I'm super colorful and super like rainbow and stuff but like I do not feel like that on the inside most of the time and so will people think that like I'm faking and it's not it's it's not that at all what it is is that I feel so torn up inside sometimes that the things that make me happy are colorful clothing like I feel confident in colorful clothing I feel happy when I see them and 
making art out of that type of um let's say aesthetic that, yeah. that brings me joy that brings me joy and therefore gives other people the chance to feel that joy and so that is the whole reasoning behind the colorful aesthetic if anyone was wondering <laughs> <laughs> well I think you're definitely expressing all of that for sure and for anyone who doesn't follow Sophie you should <laughs> because you should, you should because <laughs> like I said it just radiates from your page the moment you land on your profile it's just oh wow I I want the energy that you're giving off and that being said recently too you opened up and shared about learning about crystals and manifestation and that yes. has been so interesting to me to learn from you posting and what got you into that side of health? Because it is, it's a whole different side yes, of health. It is. And so that is, that is the thing also, because with um, mental illness, it's very much going to the doctor, getting prescribed pills. Um, and I really love holistic healing. Mm -hmm. I love the thought of being able to nurture your body with the food that you eat, what you consume, you know, in the media, and what you tell yourself. Um, so that has always been something I'm really into, but it took it a step further when I found <laughs> when I found crystals and manifestation and all of that. I honestly will not lie. Most of my knowledge comes from TikTok, but yes. what, I mean, like, <laughs> what else is anyone on, honestly? Yep. Um, and I just, I mean, I love the, the idea that we all have our own frequency that we are emitting out into the world. Like you said, it's a vibe. Mm -hmm. You can feel that joy that I put into my work. You can feel that, you know, the honesty whatever it is, and you receive that back, right? Yeah. So that is why I give so freely. I mean, I'm just like, I know that it will come back to me 10, 10, 10 times over. Um. So like, that's law of attraction, right? That yeah. is the law of attraction. It literally is. <laughs> For anyone who's new to this manifestation stuff, um, and I just really went in head first into healing that way through journaling mm -hmm. and meditating and finding crystals that were able to raise my vibration in the parts that I was hurting. So for example, there's different crystals that are for different chakras and for different, um, healing, um, uh, tools. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, I really resonate with um, the heart chakra that's my block my biggest block and so I have to work really hard to like <laughs> say affirmations to myself yep. and like meditate on why I feel um, a certain way right why I'm feeling blocked and for anyone who doesn't believe in crystals I always say like it it is literally like magic but you won't believe it until you do it I feel like <laughs> yeah like you won't believe until you do it and so for example my boyfriend Nick was like really like you know I don't know about that stuff and so I began my work with um, manifestation and I was like 
okay, like I'm in a really good place. I'm going to try to manifest like some money into my life. We're going to see what happens. I'm going to meditate on it. I'm going to like do my affirmations, the whole deal. Right. And it worked. worked. (laughs) And it didn't work once. It didn't work twice. It's worked consecutively like throughout the months and and he's seen me put the work in and he's seen me literally write down what I'm going to manifest work on it mentally and then it comes to me and he's like wait okay wait how do I do that he was like how do I journal (laughs) in order to make that money and I'm like I told you like it literally works like I'm not sure I'm not sure how else to explain it but it's um it's really about like reprogramming your mind to be able to accept those like good fortunes and Mm -hmm. attract those good fortunes. Well, it's funny you say that because growing up as a kid, I always heard the expression, you know, garbage in, garbage out. And with you Mm -hmm. saying all of that, it just reaffirms to me that where you put your intentions is Mm -hmm. where the attention is going. And so if you're focusing on negativity and things in the media and things that aren't uplifting, that's what you're going to see. But if you're manifesting and gratitude journaling and all of those things, you're going to receive that back. And so, like you said, even if you don't believe in the crystals or anything, you can still understand that basic principle that, Mm -hmm. you know, where you put your energy is what you're going to get. So I'm going to drop a little knowledge bomb, like you said earlier, Um, (laughs) when it comes to like Instagram growth, let's take it and think about it in manifestation mindset. Mm -hmm. So um, there is coming like a mindset coming from abundance, like abundance mindset and then a, a mindset of lack, right? So for example, you want to grow your following, right? If you are in a mindset of lack, your focus is going to be on how many followers you don't have, how many followers keep unfollowing you, and that's where your focus is going to be, and you're going to be thinking to yourself, I want to grow, although you're focused on the wrong things, Mm -hmm. right? When you're focused on a mindset of abundance, you're focusing on people who are already there, and making sure that they are being nurtured and being able to create a relationship with those people who are coming your way or even taking a step further and finding people right through hashtags through other creators and like you said your intention sets everything and so when I'm journaling my biggest thing when it comes to when it comes to Instagram growth sorry um is my intention is to inspire and educate my audience and if I do that then I'm happy because I do not need to grow a million followers all I need is to succeed in that sense where I'm inspiring and educating and then the rest will come yes 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 and you taught me that personally because I took your course, Action to Abundance. Yes. I'm going to just plug that there for you. <laughs> but it did. It really taught me the abundance mindset. And through that course, I was able to really discover my why for my brand and not just my brand, yeah. but honestly, my life. Because in January, I started doing this full time and left the animal training field, which was a huge shift for me. 
And Mm -hmm. it really just helped me get my arrow pointed in the right direction, you know, and focus that even if I just reach one, that's important to me. I don't need to reach everyone. I just want to reach one person and have one person know that they're not alone. And if they feel like I do, you know? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, doing that work helps you figure out exactly who you want to speak to. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, like we said before, not everyone's going to be into the crystals, but there are plenty of people who are. Yeah. There's a whole TikTok community that I mean posts on it daily. So it's all about really understanding who you want to talk to. And like you said, pointing that arrow with the correct intentions, aligned action, and mm-hmm. maybe you're almost there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now I do find it funny that we're talking a lot about social media and we're also talking about mental health. And most people think that that's impossible to be on mm-hmm. social media and have good mental health. Mm-hmm. So how do you personally navigate balancing, like you said, being there for your community, but also knowing when to take a step back for you? Yeah. Yeah, so um, generally, when it comes to me being in a really good place and just being on social media, I tend to very minimally be on the app, but intentionally be on the app. Mm -hmm. When I'm on the app, I'm either posting, engaging, or uh, like responding to comments, DMs. There's a bunch of little tasks, right? But I'm either posting or engaging. I think a lot of people get stuck in mindlessly scrolling or doing way too much Mm. on their phone. I think it's so unhealthy to be on your phone all the time. And when when I'm with family and friends, my phone is put away. Literally, if you knew me in real life, you would not even understand that I'm an influencer because I'm like (laughs) never on my phone unless I have to be. Yeah. And But the thing is, when I'm on my phone, I am having so much fun. I'm either doing a live stream, right? I'm talking to my audience. I'm posting stories and I feel good. It's coming from a good place. Mm -hmm. Um, But then on the flip side, let's say I'm not feeling good. I'm really not in a good place and I'm on social media. I tend to have certain, uh, not triggers but certain indicators that I need to take a step back. And what happens to me is I start looking at my uh, numbers too heavily. Mm. I start dreading having to post, dreading having to create. And I mean, that's that's like the opposite of what we should be striving for I love I love my job so much it's literally my dream job Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be doing anything else so when that starts to happen I'm like okay Sophie like you know we need to take a step back and like I said before I I have been so scared in the past to do so in terms of losing um you know momentum yeah but my my number one goal is always having to prioritize me first um and I've it's been such a hard lesson to learn because I am such a giving person like I always I'm like okay is everybody good all right I'm <laughs> okay I'm gonna check on myself then yeah after everyone's good 
Um, and so this year I really have, have had to learn that I am my only responsibility mm. and I'm not responsible for anybody else but myself. Um, and that's hard when you have friends and family who are in need and you can't be there all the time. You can't mm-hmm. be um, the one to help all the time. And that's okay because sometimes we need to help ourselves first. Yes. One of my really good friends has always told me the analogy, you know, fill your cup up so much that it overflows. She's mm-hmm. like like a champagne fountain, you know, with yes. all the cups stacked, you pour into the one cup and then it all flows out. And mm-hmm. she really just encouraged me that it's okay to prioritize yourself because mm-hmm. when you focus on yourself, you're able to give that much more to others, which sounds oh, yeah. counterintuitive, but... <laughs> It oh, is yeah. true. <laughs> and like, I'm telling you, uh, this entire year, like 2021, I've been struggling so much. And you like, you see me online and like, I am doing the things, but the world is not ready for Sophie when she has fully you know, <laughs> healed because I have these days and I, so my diagnosis is bipolar depression. And so let's think of it as a line being like the base mm-hmm. of someone who's feeling great, like just fine, you know, normal day. Um, my mood tends to go down, dip, and then come back to like that normal mm-hmm. and then dip again and then come back to that normal. But I'm regularly dipping mm-hmm. and my mood tends to shift. And then there are times where I'm a little bit higher than the normal, which is, you know, a manic phase. But those, oh my gosh, I I hope that once I have taken care of myself in terms of uh, getting on the right medication, Mm -hmm. being able to uh, like talk to, you know, my therapist and tell her, hey, I'm at a really great place. Can we try to minimize my medication? I mean, that's the goal for me. After having all this trauma happen, I'm hoping that in the next few years, I'm able to wean off that medication and stay at that like level-headed place yeah. because it's so hard for me right now to stay there. But when I'm there, I'm like, let's do everything yeah. <laughs> that makes me happy. Like, and I am such a motivated person. I have so many goals for myself. And like, this is just the beginning, I feel like. So I'm just really excited for life in general now. I feel like I have turned a page and I hope that soon I'm able to share that with my audience um, that I am doing better than I have this year, you know, by taking those steps in in taking breaks, Mm. in, in healing holistically and being able to talk to medical professionals at the same time. I think it's important to do both. Yeah, right? a combination. Get, yeah, a second opinion is always great. I've gone to like multiple psychiatrists because it's hard to find a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that's a whole is. another topic. It is. I always <laughs> tell people that finding the perfect therapist or psychiatrist for you is like dating, that it's not going to mm-hmm. be, you're not going to meet the first person and it be perfect right away. Yeah. And some people get lucky but it's not always that yeah. way. <laughs> and it's frustrating. It's yes. so frustrating because you want to get 
better. You want to feel good. Mm-hmm. And you're doing all, all the things that people are telling you to do. And you're still not at that place. Um, but trust me, things can get better, right? Oh, they can. Thank you so much. And the last thing I wanted to ask you is for anyone listening that is in your situation, has been, or potentially might be in the future, do you have any advice for them? Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing for me is having a really great home environment and support system. Um, So before I moved into my apartment with my boyfriend, Nick, I was living with my family and that was not the best home environment in terms of stress. Mm. Um, so once I kind of left that environment and that could be for someone else, that could be like work or yeah. that could be like friends that, that aren't really your friends mm-hmm. and it's a bad environment for you. Taking a step back and feeling like you have some space to be able to either not be okay or, or be okay. Like, I feel like for me, for the longest time, I wasn't allowing myself to not be okay because I was putting up a front of like, okay, I need to be there for everybody else first. Mm. So now this season is Sophie taking care of herself and I have the most wonderful boyfriend. He is so supportive when it comes to helping me with my medications, helping me with my appointments. And I think it's hard. It's really hard to remember to do all the things. Setting reminders for yourself is super important. But most of all, find a friend, family member, or your significant other to confide in when you are feeling low. Mm-hmm. Because if if you are, it's it's totally um, something that they should be made aware of. Yeah. Right? yeah. It being open, being open is so so much better than doing it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah, honestly, it's, it's your body warning you and yeah. giving you those precursors and triggers. And like you said, just things to help you realize like, Hey, something's wrong. And if it continues, mm-hmm. it's going to keep going wrong. Yeah, and exactly. I love everything that you just shared. It literally gave me goosebumps. That was so I'm powerful so and impactful. And I'm just so honored that you're here and sharing your heart and your story. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. I'm so happy that um, I get to share my story with you and so many others listening. And I'm hoping that, let's say, in three months from now, you guys can get some updates on my page and see, see me doing good and all this stuff that I hope to achieve. So if you aren't already, you yes. guys can follow me at That's So Sophie um, on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all the things. And yes, thanks again for inviting me. Yay. Thank you so much, Sophie. Thanks for listening to yet another amazing conversation started here on Sunshine and Rainbows podcast. Each week, I'm quite literally blown away by the voices and stories shared here. The goal really is to amplify others' experiences in hopes that someone listening out there feels that much less alone. Thank you again to Sophie for getting so vulnerable with us about her recent mental health diagnosis and spreading such a powerful message of how community, gratitude, and manifesting your goals really is the main character moment. 
I just want to take a moment and say thank you to every single one of you for being here and listening. We just peaked over 5,000 episode downloads and over 1,000 followers on Instagram. A milestone that blew me away. You make this possible and you are the reason we're starting all these powerful conversations. Tell a bestie, share with your pals, and stay tuned for next week.